Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We're going to turn our Bibles to Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3, and I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against your word from being received by your people and your word from being given to your people. I bind those unclean spirits right now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of distraction, every demonic spirit of pain, every evil spirit that is trying to snatch the word of God from the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Spirit of the living God, that Lord, the warm oil of the Holy Spirit be poured into every ear right now in Jesus' name. Unveil the eyes of the understanding of your people at this hour. Unclog the ears of your people at this hour. In the name of Jesus, every bondage of the enemy be broken in Jesus' name. That the word of God may go forth and complete the work that God has intended in his heart through the spirit of power. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And all that God the Father wants to accomplish this afternoon, let it be accomplished through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for doing this. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Daniel chapter 3, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, Daniel chapter 3, and I will read from verse 1 onwards, Daniel chapter 3, from verse 1 onwards, the New Living Translation. King Nebuchadnezzar made a golden statue 90 feet tall and 90 feet wide and set it upon the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messengers to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial officials to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Then a herald shouted out, People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So at the sound of all the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to the king, they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to your 
They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then, what God will be able to rescue you from my power? I want to read this verse, the last portion, one more time. And then, what God will be able to rescue you from my power? I want to read this one more time as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. So when this happens, if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads were signed, and their clothing were not scorched. They didn't even smell the smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn 
they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heap of rubble. There is no God who can rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. As we read this chapter, entire chapter of Daniel chapter 3, we see something very important here. The power of darkness coming against the power of God. Anytime anything rises up against his people, they are rising up against God himself. I want to say this again. Anytime anything rises up, up against God's people, they are rising up against God himself. If you are in a family and you have children or your parents, you know that if someone is coming against your child, they come against you. If someone is coming against your parents, they come against you. You're both linked together. When you look at the story, the real thing that happened in Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego were the children of God. They belonged to God Almighty. They were people of character. There were many Jewish people who were there living in that region. But these people had the character to stand up for what they believed. It's very important. God will defend those who stand up for the truth. Not because they just simply belong to a particular group. No. But we need to show by our actions what we really believe in. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego were the people who had real relationship with God. They said, no matter what happens, we will not bow down to lies. Do we have that character on the inside? Do we know what the truth is? If we know what the truth is, are we willing to stand up for the truth and stand up no matter what may come against us? God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter how great of a threat it may appear, before us, no matter how dark our circumstances may appear, do we know the truth? Now, when you look at the people in Babylon, there were people who knew the truth, there were people who didn't know the truth. But how can the people who don't know the truth can come to know the truth unless someone stands up for the truth? Isn't that true? If you don't turn the light on, how can people who are in darkness see anything that is in front of them? Someone must do the right thing. God is speaking to our hearts today. We need to come to a place where we say, God, I want to be someone who truly knows the truth. And I want to be someone who can give the truth to those who don't have the truth. And you always remember, there's a cost to it. There's a cost to it. When you know the truth and you say, I want to become one with the truth and I want to be a person who will take the truth, not a person who will take lies and spread the lies. Lies cannot really survive. Lies can thrive in a place where truth is not there. But where truth is there, lies cannot thrive, lies cannot thrive because truth is more powerful than lies. Always remember this. Truth is more powerful than lies. But lies can thrive in an environment where truth is absent. God is speaking to our hearts today. Wherever you are, do you know the truth? Do you have the truth? And do you fall within the group of people who say, no matter what it is, even if only three people are going to stand up and say, I know the truth, I will not bow down to lies. 
we need to have that inner strength we need to have that character to say i will not bow down to lies no matter what it is in front of me trying trying to threaten me to immerse me to sink me to drown me i am not going to be afraid if you have the truth always know that you will always come to the top because lies cannot bring the truth of god down now Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego they had the truth and the truth was they knew they knew the God of heaven and earth see a lot of people want to get closer to God they try to say okay this could be God or that could be God but these three fellows they had a living walk with God that means they knew God they knew that this God can do anything as we were in worship God was giving to us this word whatever is trying to bring us down or whatever is trying to drown us the power of God will come and drown that very thing that will try to drown you. If you belong to God, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Whatever is trying to, that means it may try to bring you down. But when you are on God's side and when God is on his side, whatever is trying to drown you, God will come and take that and he will drown that. But you will come out at the top. God is speaking to our hearts today. Have that strength on the inside. Courage to stand up for what you believe. But you need to know, I know the truth. If you don't know the truth, if you stand up for what is wrong, then you want to have that courage or the support to actually stand up for what is wrong because only truth can stand up. Lies cannot stand up on its own. Now you look at Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar and the people, majority of the people of Babylon and majority of the Jewish people, they all bow down to this idol. They all thought what they were doing was right. They didn't know. They all thought that they were doing something good. They thought, let's make this huge golden statue and let's bow down to it. They thought we're having a big worship celebration. We are worshiping this God that we have created, that we have made in front of us. They did not know the living God. And you know what? There were many Jewish people who lived during that time in that land. But they didn't have the character that these three young Hebrew men had. Many Hebrews who lived there, all of them bowed down to this golden image. These three fellows were brought out. They said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three guys, they are not bowing down to this golden image. You know why? They said, we know who we should bow down to. We will not bow down to lies. We will bow down to the truth. Through most of the people, other than the Jewish people, the Jewish people knew the truth, but many people wanted to save their skin. They wanted to save their lives. They wanted to save their kids. And they said, let's all bow down to lies. Doesn't matter if the living God is the living God, then it's okay. I will turn my back on him, and I will cheat on him, and I will bow down to Whatever is in front of me, it doesn't matter. I just need some food and I just need some place to live and I just need some peace of mind. Just leave me alone. But these three guys who were there, they said, we know this living God. We know the truth. We will not bow down to lies. God is speaking to our hearts today. Are you bowing down to fear? Are you bowing down to anxiety? Are you bowing down to depression? Are you bowing down to hate? Are you bowing down to bitterness? Are you bowing down to whatever is trying to bring you down and you say, it's okay. It's okay. This is how it is. I'm just going to take it and I'm just going to live with it. And this is how life is. And I see this person doing it. I see that person doing it. And you know what? If I don't bow down to this, then I don't know the way out. So I'm just going to take this as an answer. God is speaking to you this hour. You don't have to take Whatever the enemy brings to you to shut you down as an answer. 
you know who will really 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 live really learn to live the ones who want to live and the ones who really want to live will never go with the flow of everything that is taking them but they will say no if the waters are trying to drown you those who say okay I'm dying I'm dying I'm dying they die with it they will die but those who really put up a fight and they say I'm not going to die and they scream and they say I need help I need help and they try to swim or do whatever it takes their voice will be heard God is speaking at this hour don't let anything that is around you drown you don't let anything that the devil brings to your life pull you down drag you down because you know the truth and the truth is the one who is greater than the problem is in our midst at this hour the one who is greater than that which is trying to drown you the one who is greater than the fiery furnace the one who is greater than the king himself the one who is greater than all the people in the province the one who is greater than your circumstances the one who is greater than the biggest threat that you can see that which tries to drown you he has power over the king he has power over your body he has power over your mind he has power over your soul but you know what he will never override your will God will never override your will every single person in that Babylonian empire had a choice whether to bow down to the enemy or whether to stand up for what they believed. I'm talking about the Jewish people. The Babylonian people didn't know. This is all they knew and this is all they were worshipping. There were many people who didn't know. They were innocent. They didn't know. But someone had to show them the way. And these three guys stood up and they said, we will not bow down to this golden image. You know what happened as a result of that? As a result of this, they in the eyes of men, almost lost their lives, but they didn't. Because these three fellows knew that God is bigger than Nebuchadnezzar, the king. God is bigger than this entire kingdom. God is bigger than all these people. The wrath of the people over there, thinking that these are utter fools. These are utter fools. What are these three people doing? They have an entire life to live ahead of them. And what are they choosing? Are you out of your mind? What are you doing? What are you people doing? And all the people would have been laughing. Look at us, we are smart. And look at these three dumb fellows standing there saying that we will not bow down. Are you able to see God? You're not able to see God. And you are trying to go and stand and say that, oh, this God will deliver us. Do you know what? What the rest of the world or what the rest of the people in Babylon did not see, these three men saw. These three men saw. They knew their God. They knew their God. I've said this before. I want to say this again as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. You know, those who have phones, whatever phones you may have, if you know that when you turn this phone on and press that little dial that is there and press some numbers in it, how many of you know that you can speak to someone all the way across the ocean? You can. How many of you know that if you turn this on and if you have internet, then you can actually go and check your emails. You can type something there and you can just press that send and all of a sudden it goes all the way across. Many, many miles. Wherever someone else has email access and internet, they get it. But someone who doesn't know anything who just gets this, you give this to a two-year-old. The two-year-old will first thing will put it in the mouth. Or they could just fling it. 
they won't know what it is. You take the same thing and take this to some remote part, you know, where they don't know anything about cell phones, and you give it to them. What will they say? And you, you say that, I really want to give this to you, you know, so that you can communicate with your son or your daughter somewhere, you know, around the world and just give it and, and just tell them, take this and this is a gift for me. And you bought them a very expensive phone and you tell them, have it. And you, they'll laugh. Ha, ha, ha. This? This you can use. Ah, I'm not going to touch it. I'm scared of this. I'm not going to touch it. This is going to work. You see, you press on. Ah, I can't touch the button. I don't know how this works. They will not even try it. And then there are some who will say, let me touch it. Some are afraid to touch it. You know, they'll think that, okay, this is going to do something. Maybe they won't. And some will despise it. They'll say, oh, what is this? This little, this little rectangle thing. What is this going to do? This is not going to do anything. I don't believe this. I believe this. You know this phone? The wire connects this and you go ring, 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 ring. And I see the wire connected. I don't see anything with this. I don't believe that this can do anything. Let me tell you this. The person who says that, I don't believe this is not going to work because I don't see the wire connecting, is not going to experience what this phone can bring to them, that they won't be able to talk to their loved ones or even FaceTime them or see whatever it is. They won't be able to communicate with them. And then you have the other group of people who says, oh, I won't touch this. I don't know what it is and I'm not going to touch this. They will also not experience. You know why? Knowledge. Knowledge. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowing what is true and knowing the truth is very important. If we know that this really works, faith in this is number one. And then desiring to know how this works is number two. And then number three is putting this to use. If I don't believe that this will work, that stops me, first of all, from gaining any access to this. Now I can believe that this works, but I don't have interest in this and I'm not going to touch. You know how many people I've seen that they say that I'm old school, I don't use electronics. I mean, I'm not telling you where to use electronics or not. I'm not getting into that area. But one thing I'm telling you, but if you are just scared to use it, and sometimes people say, when I hit send, it can do something, and it can go somewhere else, and can do fear. People do not operate certain devices because of fear. So what happens? Because of fear of the unknown, they miss out on what is in front of them. Many good things they can miss out. When we know the truth that this phone really is something that is good for me that I can use it as long as I use it in the right way that you don't expose yourself to whatever is not good for you health wise and in every way but you use it the right way that you don't put it under your pillow and sleep and have radiation going into your brain but you use it the way you need to use it you can make use of it in a very good way lots of things can be accomplished But if we say that I don't believe that this little device can do something, I'm used to like the big thing that is connected and I'm just, that's what I believe. Then you know what? You will not make use of it. There are many people in this world like this. They say that I'm not used to what you're saying. I don't believe in God. Well, there are many people in Babylon like that who didn't know the real God. There was no one to go and tell them, hey, See this, see this, this will work and try this. There's no one there, even though the Jewish people were there. Even though they knew the living God, 
You know, they were to themselves. They were exiles. They were in that place. And they said, as long as we're good and as long as nobody troubles us and as long as we don't get into trouble, as long as we have our kids and everybody is safe and they're all thinking about their own self. But when the test came, you know who really stood up and stood out? The one who knew God for themselves personally. There is such a thing as the supernatural realm. There is such a thing where the God of heaven who really works, he talks to us, he reveals to us, he speaks to us. There is such a thing as the living God. And these three men knew the living God. And so, when a call to bow down to something that is not true, which is a lie, and they had to bow down to that lie and say, you are God, these three men had the courage to say, we will not bow down to this. And what else did they do? They talked to the king when the king said, you three fellows, you are like little ants to me. I can squash you at any time. And you are challenging me. I made this and you don't want to bow down before me. Look what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw you into that fiery furnace. You know, their understanding was based on the truth. And the truth was and is, God who made the heaven and earth is way above the king of the entire nation. Do we believe that? As we sing, you know, we sing the song, right? You are higher than any addiction. You are higher than any problem. You are higher than any confusion. You are higher than any anxiety. You are higher than any fear. You are higher than anything, anything that is out there. When we have that understanding that we come to the God of heaven and earth who is higher than any other. At that point, we believe that he can, and we believe that he can, and we have the knowledge that he will do something for us, that he is capable of protecting us, he's capable of providing for us, he's capable of rescuing us, then we are going to stand on that truth and not give in to fear. You look at Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they knew that this God is higher, right? He's higher than any other. They knew that. Number one, that's a fact. Number two fact is they knew that he will protect me. He will protect me. He will not let you down. He will never let you down. When? When you run to him. When you say, God, I know you will protect protect me and I will stand for the truth. When you stand for the truth, know this for sure. You need to stand for the truth and stand with faith that he will not let you down. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego were in this strange country, foreign land, as exiles. And as they were there, they knew one thing, that this God is the living God and he will deliver us. And we don't have to be afraid of anything and anyone. God is speaking to our hearts today. Don't let fear of anything dominate your life. Don't let fear of anyone dominate your life. Don't let fear of the unknown dominate your life. Don't let fear of sickness dominate your life. Don't let fear of a human being dominate your life. You know, there are some people who are so scared before they go home. They're afraid to go home because they're afraid to see whoever it is in that house. That's a very scary thing. God says, don't fear. Don't fear. And there are some people who are so scared. Before they could get their lab report, they're so scared. I don't know what the lab report is going to say. I don't even want to see the lab report. 
there are some people who don't want to see their exam scores. I'm not going to see this. I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm not going to see this. Many types of fears we may have. There are some people who are afraid to talk to a person. Some people are afraid to go for an interview. Some people are afraid to face anything. God is speaking to our hearts. Don't fear. God is above everything. He is above fear. He is above anxiety. He is above depression. He is above chronic depression. He is above every situation. He is above sickness. He is above cancer. He is above tumor. He is above every disease and every disorder. He is above everything. When we know that this is who our God is, and we know that He will deliver us, we don't have to fear anything. I pray that this truth sinks deep into your hearts. Two facts that we need to know. One is this God who made the heaven and the earth, He's above everything. And number two is, He loves us and He cares enough that He will stand by our sides, side and He will make sure that we will not drown in any situation. He'll bring us about the situation. He will take care of that which is trying to bring us down. So when you look at this real story that took place, the king said, I am going to throw you and look, I'm going to throw you. And he got so mad and he said, raise this furnace seven times harder. As it is, a furnace is going to take the people down completely. It's going to just make them into uh, whatever roast it could be, completely gone. But he's trying to make it even seven times harder. You know, the people who are working for him, they had extra work. They said, let's put more coal, let's do this, let's more. And it became like so hot and it's like burning and burning and burning. It was so hot that the guys who listened to the king and threw these people in while they went near, it was so hot. You know, have you seen, you know, if anybody, I mean, I think everybody cooks. So if you're cooking and the steam is like really hot and you just don't pay attention or you are busy, and you try to take something from the other side of the stove and you just cross over. Have you got like kind some kind of? Yes, yes. We've all gone through that. All At least all those are cooked. So it burns. You didn't even put your hand inside the pot, but it was just close enough, which is the steam came there. And it just, you said, ouch. And then next day you'll feel like a little burn scar there. Imagine this was seven times hotter and they're taking these people, these three Hebrew guys, young people, they're going to put them, they bound them really, and they need to bring like really strong people to bind these three fellows. They bound him really good and they're taking him. The guys who took these people, they were all gone. Think about that. The king didn't even notice that the other people were gone. His whole focus is, let me see what's going to happen to you. He was so mad at these three people, he didn't even pay attention to the people, that his own people were gone. See, that's how hatred can work in the lives of people. Many times they won't even realize the loss that is being caused to their own lives. When they hate, they want someone else to be destroyed. In the meantime, they are being destroyed in the process. The king couldn't even see that the men, the men who worked for him, their lives were gone. They threw these men there. That These people went with the chain. Not even whatever they tied at the beginning, it just was still there. The men were gone, but the people who fell, they fell in. And what happened to their, the, the chains and whatever they tied them with? All of a sudden, just those were taken off. 
How they were gone, we don't know. It was gone. And the next thing was, these three people are walking. They're walking as if they're having an evening walk in the midst of the furnace. And someone else was walking with them. God is speaking to our hearts today. God loves every single one. He loved even the Babylonians. He loved everyone. It took these three men to go through the fiery furnace for the Babylonians to know the living God. Do you want to be someone like that? There are many people in this world who don't know the living God. They don't know the living God. They don't know what God can do. They don't know. They're drowning in sin. They're drowning in sickness. They're drowning in problems. They're drowning. They're bound. They're crying out every day. Is there anyone? I saw this many, many years ago, probably 15 years ago, one day when we were praying. I just saw a river, rushing river, and I saw people being swept in that river. And I saw hands going up, and some of them were half the face coming up, trying to say, help, help, help. And I saw the face of Jesus, and I saw tears in his eyes, and he asked me, will he help them? Will he help them? Will he help them? Those who are asking for help, will he help them? How can we not help them? How can we not help them? When we see the flood of this world just taking them, Day after day after day after day. There are many who don't know that there is a way out. There are many who don't know that we can come out of this. There are many who don't know that there is a way out of this. Many don't know. The Babylonians didn't know. Even the king didn't know. See, once the king's eyes were open, once the people's eyes were open to see, you know what? There is someone who is bigger than this. We were thinking that this idol is God and we were worshipping him all these years. And now we know the true God, the one who is able to deliver people from the fiery furnace. Once they knew the truth, you know what they said? We're going to worship the living God. People need to know. People need to know. If you don't have anyone to tell them and if you don't tell them, How will they know? God's word says, God has asked in the book of Isaiah. If you don't go and tell them, how will they know? How will they know? The question is, how much do you know? Do you really know the living God? You know, there are some people who say, hey, I have iPhone. I have iPhone. That's all they say. Because if somebody says, do you have iPhone? I have iPhone too. Some people like Android. They say, I have, depending on whatever you like. I'm not here to recommend iPhone. But the point here is, some people take pride in whatever they have. Somebody had this, I have to buy this. Doesn't matter whether you know how to use it or not, whether you're going to even use it or not, doesn't matter. I have it, I have it, I have it, I have it. There are some people who take pride in, oh, I know Jesus. What do you know? What do you know? If you're still in bondage, you don't know Him. If you're still in bondage, you don't know Him. Knowing Him is knowing His power. Knowing Him is experiencing His power. Knowing Him is talking to Him, walking with Him. That's what knowing Him is. Just having this and not knowing how to use it, just say that I have this, is not going to do any good for us. When you truly know Him, you will truly have the burden about all those who don't know Him. When you truly have that intimate relationship and when you talk to him every day, 
when you walk with him every day, when you actually see what is happening, how many lives are being taken down every single day, every single day. Many are drowning. Many are committing suicide every single day. Many young people, old people, middle-aged people, every day they're dying. Many people are dying, overdosing and dying. We have some of you whose friends have already died. Many of them have died. Not in this church, thank God. Those of you who came here, God brought you out and you're alive today because of that. But before that, many people died. And many are dying every day knowing that they are dying every day. What are we doing? Many are in anxiety inside their homes. Do you have this burning desire to say, Lord, I want to be that someone? Because the world is really big. The world is really big. There are lots of people who are like this dying. You know, many people commit suicide because they don't know that they can get out of this. They don't know that, that there is a way out. Many people are drowning because they don't know. God is asking me this question today. Will you be like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego? Will you be like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, wherever you are, to stand up for what you know? To say that the living God is the God I will serve. He's the living God. He's the living God. He will not only deliver me, he'll deliver you too. We need to know him. In order for us to be able to stand up for what we believe, we need to know the truth. We need to know who we believe. We need to have that intimate relationship with God. We need to be able to hear him. He's a God who talks. We need to be able to see the supernatural realm. We need to be able to hear what he is saying. We need to be able to understand. We need to have that living walk with the living God. Then we can be like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. No matter where we are, whatever place we are, that place will lead us to a place of bringing God in our midst. See, whatever your problem may be, know this for sure. If you bring God Almighty, the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ, into your situation, He will not only deliver you, but through you, He will deliver others. See, all the people, the Babylonians, who did not know that there is this God who made the heavens and earth, who is really alive, they thought, we just need to worship something. They made something and they worshiped something, but they did not know that this God is able to rescue someone even from the wrath of the king. According to them, the king was the biggest thing. They didn't know that there is a God in heaven. Who loves us so much. These three fellows, maybe just three fellows in the entire nation of Babylon. But to God, they were his three fellows. We need to know that. When we are his, when we become his, not a single hair from my head can fall to the ground without his knowledge. That's how much he cares about us. When you know that he cares about you to this extent. And know that he has the power to save, power to heal, power to deliver. You can trust him with all your heart. You can bring him wherever you go. And whatever you may be going through, he will come there and reveal his power. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus.